0: Hello and welcome to Teach Online TV. I am here with Heather Havenwood and the Sexy Boss, author of, uh, is it Sexy Boss? The author, you're the author of Sexy Boss and... uh, Heather has been involved in internet marketing since 1999. Uh, so that was about the time I was getting involved in this space. So we, we both go back a ways there. I saw that in 2006, you were working with a client and brought them, or uh, basically brought a whole business from zero to over a million in sales uh, with no list, no prior brand or anything, which I think is amazing. Because that's definitely something we see a lot of people looking to do is how do you even just get started? And then we were just chatting just before this about your podcast podcast uh, uh, podcast history podcast experience (laughs) strategies and and talking about the amazing number of podcasts that you've been on recently. Uh, So I'd love to learn a little bit more about how you're doing that and how to be a good guest on a podcast and use that to kind of build your list and build your audience and build your traffic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So welcome to Teach Online TV. Uh, Really great to have you here, Heather. I've been looking forward to this conversation ever since I heard we were going to have a chance to talk. And uh, so welcome.
1: Thanks for Teach Online TV. I feel like I'm like, teach online tv like you should have like a jingle for that teach online tv or something like that Ta-da-da. oh we do it
0: rolled right before this so oh, everyone it? watching they just saw it
1: oh my god wow i feel like a dork that's okay no that's no, no
0: right. it's it, i don't think there's singing like in a typical jingle uh it might just be a little bit of music and some images
1: all good well now you can have a jingle so thanks for having me on This gonna be a lot of fun hopefully add a lot of ton of value and give 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 as much as i possibly can that's my intention when i'm on the awesome. call yeah
0: because i know you have the experience in a lot of areas that uh, you know on, on uh, marketing that people here are definitely interested in and me too okay. So, love to okay. hear more about that
1: awesome <laughs> so talking- let's get started
0: yeah, there was one thing that you had mentioned before about uh, taking that, that personal story and personal brand and using that to kind of grow and build your audience. I'd love to hear a little bit about how you've, how you've done that for people or even for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So just to give you an idea, um, I started, we started a business in 2008 really from scratch again. I think yeah. the beauty of when you have to learn from scratch in business with no backup, you, when it, maybe it wins or it fails or whatever happens, you have this kind of confidence of like, I can do that again.
0: Mm-hmm. If it happens
1: again, you know what I mean. And yeah. so I did build a business really quickly in 2005 six from zero to million dollars. But then it was like taken away from me. What I mean by that is like a business partner. We I thought everything was kosher, and then came home one day from an event, and everything was gone. And I still had things called these things called bills and mortgage, right? So, wow. <laughs> and everything was gone. Bank accounts were completely empty, and I really had to figure out. One, do I even want to be in business anymore? I mm-hmm. want to be this this whole entrepreneur thing anyway. And then two, if I do, how do I get restarted? So it took a while, back basically till 2008, for me to kind of, what I call, get my feet back underneath me and start from scratch again. But I started a business that it was information market only, really heavy on email marketing, from scratch, and I did something very uh, strategic. I did something where I was like, I wanted to make sure I created a business that it was 100% evergreen. What I mean by that is, when before, I was in the real estate industry, and whenever you create a real estate course, not all niches are like this, but a lot of niches are, where you build an information marketing real estate course, they sell it based on fear and they sell it based on uh, this is the right thing and the last thing was not good. Does that make sense? Like now, right. now, 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 things have changed, laws have changed, issues have changed and I have the right stuff, you know? And so there's, right. there's a theory and you constantly have to keep creating products constant, constant, because the mortgage business and the real estate industry changes, right? Just like a stock business, just constant change. I didn't want to do that because one thing you didn't know about me, Greg, I yeah. don't want creating products. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you experience this but when someone says go create a product I'm like oh my god like I just don't enjoy the process so I said if I'm gonna create information marketing product I want it to be something I can sell over and over and over again and I never had to touch it again, right yeah. so that's that was what my intention was so I get in, went into the dating business because look you know Greg look <laughs> You guys don't change much, okay? So, <laughs> you guys don't change much. I talk, you
0: guys
1: don't, right? So I, I figured if I could teach men how to date women, then that product will never go away and it's recession proof. And I'm telling you all of this because you might resonate with the fact that you don't like to create products. You might be really good at the selling process, but you're not good at creating products like me. Or you're the opposite. You're one of those people that loves to create products. Like, I got like 10 products I want to sell, but I don't know how to sell them. You're not when I get a lot more actually. Like I yeah. got this product and I got this product, but no one's bought them. or how do I sell this stuff? I'm the opposite, I love promoting.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't like creating products.
0: That's I'm- great, because that's, that's it's often the reverse. It's, that's the hard part yeah. for people is they have that expertise, they have the passion, they put it all together and sometimes, unfortunately, they go all the way through that without even thinking about the marketing or the sales yes. uh, and then it's, yeah, it's okay, I've got it, what do I do next?
1: Yeah, like I got this thing. Because I'll sell it, you know. Yeah. That's what I learned in the information market business back in 2001, is that just because you have a great thing mm-hmm. doesn't mean people want to buy it, right? So you have to really reverse engineer the process. So taking me back to where we are today, where we're talking about pro- podcasting and promoting oneself, I got involved in podcasting in August 2015. So right now we're talking a year later, about yeah. September 2015. And I love the medium. I love it, love it, love it. Because I get to here in my house i have my cup of coffee i got my little mic mic. i'm good i'm hanging out you don't know if i got underwear on or not i'm just saying right Right? you don't know i I love that i really love to be able just to relax have a good time um so from 2000 august 2015 to about january of 2016 i've been on over 100 podcasts i think at this point i'm over 150 i stopped counting now excellent that's not to like, go. oh, look at me. It's more about every time I'm on any kind of summit or yeah. podcast or radio station, I my job is to give give as much as I possibly can and give value and be an amazing guest for you and your listeners. That's my job. It's not narcissistic. It's 100% give, 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 give. I want to make your show amazing because at the end of the day, I'm in your house, right? I'm literally on your platform. I'm in your house. It's not mine. So I want to make sure I add value. And what happened with that, it just kind of sparked people started talking, like, hey, she's awesome. She's great. Because being a guest, believe it or not, I thought was to me it's a lot of fun and easy. But for some people it's challenging.
0: Right. Thought,
1: oh, wow, why why is it challenging? A couple things. One, uh, if they've ever done a media training, if yeah. someone's a media training, media training is taught in sound bites because that they do video, like let's say TV okay like I've been on TV for I had a total of two minutes and 30 seconds of that whole spot and I had a talking sound bites right okay? and you can't tell a story on soundbite you tell a soundbite you sell boom what are you from this is what I do boom 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 it's quick and it's fast and it's to the point okay yeah when you're in a show like this or a summit or a podcast whatever the meet this meet this audio medium okay you have to tell a story and you have to engage and it's entertainment plus education it's a different kind of conversation and it's a conversation i'm not speaking at you greg like you're <laughs> not my audience and i'm like speaking at you like we're engaged in a conversation
0: right right yes so yeah. the idea
1: is that people are just listening in while we're having coffee literally right we're just yeah. have coffee. and people are listening so that's that's a difference and so that's That's the idea of this medium. I just I just give you a chance to- <laughs>
0: you wanna- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay and I think that yeah, it's a great point it's definitely a reason why this whole medium is working really well and why you're even seeing I was speaking to someone the other day who's professional radio for 15 years and they're looking at getting into podcasting because they see all this opportunity over here uh, of moving away from a lot of your conventional media TV, radio, other areas and, and you know just amazing how everybody's got their phone with them and they've got their you know podcasts that they're subscribed to and the, it's amazing how much they can listen to from their phone on the bus or you know in the car and all the other places that they are so it's and you're right it's a it's definitely a great medium to get out there and reach people so are you finding that with I mean that's pretty amazing you said about 150 shows in the last year is it is it working for you? How are you? Are you tracking it? Is it, you know, what are the kind of, I'm really big on metrics and, and the back end of sure. it in the analysis after the fact. I have struggled a little bit of seeing that with the podcast just because I know that some people, they're listening to it and I'm like, hey, go to this link.com and, uh, I, you know, it's in the show notes and we've created a special link to get an offer for you. But sometimes you're just not entirely sure how much of that traffic is generated from other sources and how much actually coming from the exposure you're getting from the podcast okay
1: so i completely agree and i'm a i'm a google analytics gtm google tag manager girl i i get it however i learned quickly that in the first of all i look at podcasting when i say podcasting by the way let me just clarify summits radio i mean like that's like an overall arc okay there's a lot of different elements in the audio space i i learned quickly that i i couldn't create a special link every time right mm-hmm. because if i'm on your show i like go to heatherhavenwood.com i just want them to go there because it's a traffic conversation yeah. and i always at the it's usually at the end of the show yeah. versus like if i'm on a webinar which is a yeah. sales pitch yeah. i would do way more different kind of tracking okay right. so i I agree with you however I do see a huge I do have I've seen a huge increase in my traffic in the last year Mm -hmm. right and I also realize that if I'm on one person's podcast they're placing that all over the place right and then they're placing that on their social media on their email marketing potentially so god after that you're like you don't know you really hard to track but I do see I have seen a huge increase that's good so I look at it as a traffic source right I mean it's traffic source.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm okay with that.
0: And has that been your primary channel for the last year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just I went full on on that. We're, I'm just now hiring an SEO company organically to restructure some things because I realized even though I'm on all these shows, I've only had like five of them link back to me. I'm like, dude, guys, come on, link on back, you know. <laughs> you think I'd have all these, like, backlinks, but I only have, like, five. And I'm like, oh, so I have to go back. And not everyone's internet marketing savvy and all these shows, too. Right. So I'd would yes. you mind putting my website on your website? <laughs> that yeah. would help us, you know. Um, but here's how I see it. In this in the information marketing space it's all about the traffic on the front end it's what you deal with the traffic on the back end that really matters okay right When I was in the information marketing business, I was a seminar business where I used to get in a car and then I would go to the airport and then I'd get on a plane and I would slip around my freaking uh, suitcase and I would go to a new city every single week. oh my God I'm so tired of even talking about it. I did that for seven years, and we went to a different city every week. And oh. we did, um, we did two, four, six presentations a week, every week. In different I see why cities. you
0: like doing this from home. <laughs>
1: no. uh, it was so, I mean, I did have a, you know, gold membership on Delta Crown, but still Delta Crown room was like my second home. And what I learned in that business is that if we went to a city, let's say Chicago, and we spent radio, TV, newspaper ad to get. 40 people in the room no kidding 40 people and we sold 10% for people at $3,000 the company right at the time if we broke even not made any money if we broke even they were happy like what how are you making any money because it's all about the back end right it's all about the back end. What they did with that current the list of people didn't buy and then what the, they did with that list of people that did purchase. I promise you, over a period of year, they pulled a lot of money out of that list. And so, they had about four teams going on, traveling around the country doing this. I'm mean, trying to give you a visual of how much money it used to be to right. actually... Build a list, and how much easier it is now. Podcasting has now been able to create that space. So, in other words, I'm on over 150 hours of free publicity. Right, It's crazy. If you think of that, that's pretty. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but if you just get 10 hours, yeah, right, of free publicity, that's 10 hours evergreen. It's it's a recorded. It's going to be create heard over and over and over again for months on end. So it's a pretty powerful medium when you look at it that way.
0: And would you say for someone who's looking to, well, actually back to your point about, you know, promoting at the end, I actually generally like, we'll we'll mention something up front. We'll definitely put the link in for you there. Um, But for people who are, (laughs) For people who are listening, watching, um, it's heatherhavenwood.com is where they can find more about you. Um, And that is for advice, information around marketing and more around uh, podcasting, email marketing, that kind of help as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the heatherhaywood.com is kind of my center hub of everything, right? You can find my book there, Sexy Boss. I also have five other books on Amazon. Uh, You can check if you're interested, like, hey, I just want to work with this girl. This girl sounds pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe hang out, talk. Uh, (laughs) You want to interview me on one of your podcasts, you can go to the upper right hand side and says work with Heather and get up my calendar and let's just chat and see how we can work together. So that's kind of my hub. And I have like five other sites going on. I have a supplement company. I got the dating business. I have a weight loss company locally. So it's not the only thing. I do yeah. and it's my main hub, right? So yeah, heatherhavenwood.com is my main hub and I'm sharing it this with you and go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash media and go to that page because I think this is the number one uh, tool that a lot of people who want to get on as a guest in front of podcasts don't do. They don't have a media page right? and go steal, like go steal, totally steal from me. Because honestly, it is the number one sales tool I use every day, right? So when I reached out to your team, okay, we were yep. introduced. I, Please sure. go check out my media page. It had a video of me talking. It had my images all ready to go to grab. It had my bio, and it had two or three other um, podcasts of me, so you can listen if I'm good or not, or stuck or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> right it's fine you, it's my judge I'm telling you judge me here's my media page judge me and that's what we do that's what you're supposed to do and then people get to say yes no you suck you're cool come on board because what's interesting about these kinds of shows Greg is that it's counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. I mean you have this is my analogy okay you got a party going on here right you got your community here I call it the party yeah. the tribe. I don't like tribe I don't like that yeah. I call it Party, okay. Yeah. So we okay. got a party going on, and I'm over here going, "Hey, can I come to your party?" <laughs> right? Which is totally counterintuitive because we want to be invited to the party,
0: right? You're bringing, want- you're bringing the booze to the party, right?
1: But I am bringing the booze. Right? Or, or- <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna use that.
0: Yeah. Or you're the you know, you the booze, or you're just the entertaining guest that everybody gets to uh, you know enjoy talking to or listening to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's very counterintuitive for people to say, you know, hey, Greg has got this cool party going on. I want to go invite myself to the party. People don't like to be, to invite themselves. They want to be invited, Mm -hmm. right? But that's how this business works. Yeah, We ask to be invited and it's very counterintuitive. So because that is, use the tools of a meeting. Via page because it's gonna be it's just a great thing to use and leverage that invitations like hey I want to be invited check out my page tell me if I'm cool or not I mean that's really what we're doing right so yeah. um, if you look at it that way it kind of releases the pressure off of people I think yeah
0: definitely yeah and and I think that uh, you know the the first few times I reached out about getting on a podcast it, it was there's a little bit of nervousness of like is this gonna work are they gonna want me on the show and then you get on a few and you realize that. It, even those people hosting the party, they're actually looking for great guests. So if you can bring yeah. and, as you said, give, give and bring value and 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 not just come and just sell, but you're coming and actually like, I've got some great stuff to teach, to share stories oh, yeah. and, uh, and the stories you're, you're so right. It's a, it's a huge piece of it. If you can bring those stories, that's great. That's what they're looking for. And they'll uh, be happy to have you come and join the party, especially if you bring the boost. <laughs>
1: By the way, I really love that BYOB. I'm bringing the booze, dude. You're invited. I wanted to give your um, your tribe, your party, uh, three things that I think if they say, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to go out there and and promote myself to be on people's guests or shows or whatnot," they need. There's three action items, right? There's three steps they need to do. Okay, excellent. That's one structure. All right. So what's the structure? The structure is the media page. Mm -hmm. First off, like what I call the, the narcissistic page, which is all about you. Okay. And you really are sharing yourself. You're highlighting yourself, which is so sometimes weird for people, but it's a media page. Okay. Again, go to mine and just rip it off. It's fine. fine. I'm totally cool with that. Might want to change
0: the name. So. yeah
1: change the name and change the images <laughs> but you can rip it off yeah. oh, that's really funny people probably do that won't they They'll like grab my images like this yeah. is
0: me here i am i'm the author of sexy boss and this is a video <laughs> of me
1: Oh, my God. Uh,
0: probably someone will do that. Uh, please don't. I no, just no. ask. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Yeah. No <laughs> one at our party would do that.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. So mainly the structure. That's the it, first that's one. Structure.
0: So that, especially yeah. the media page there is great. Yep.
1: I mean, it sounds so simple to you and I, Greg, but you and I both know you've been on either shows or had someone on and you're like, hey, where's your image? Oh, let me send you a doc or where's your body? Let me send you a word doc. I'm like, dude. This is 2016. You can't even create a landing page. Come on, dude. Really? Come on. I mean, dude, really? You know, so just the basics. And another one, don't create this long bio. Okay, you want the short bio and the long bio, right? I'm sure you've had this one too, like it's like a dissertation. Yeah. You know, like bio's it's like, okay, look, dude, I'm not ask for the resume. I asked for a bio, which right. is very big
0: yeah. So
1: again... You want to set it up for success. So that's what I mean by the structure, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I've been on shows where they say, you know, bio max 50 words. That's yeah. all we want uh, 50 words. That's it. So you could, it, sometimes it's 100, sometimes 150. I don't think I've seen anything more than like 150, 200 words. Nobody yeah. wants to go through this huge bio to bring you on.
1: No, no. And you also, here's another one. Hopefully, Peter Visser's not listening. <laughs>
0: If he is. He's gonna laugh.
1: So he can, he's he's so adorable. Like he's really really awesome. I love Peter. We have a we had a great uh, interview. I actually interviewed him. His bio was in the first person. So it said, "I ah. Peter Visser." So I had to. I'm like Peter. I can't read it. I <laughs> Peter Visser. Welcome to the co- wait. What I had to. You know what I'm saying. You had to do it third part, third person. Yeah. You know Peter Visser is poor guy. Sorry, Peter. Um, <laughs> He, he, he's never done one before and so I had to like in a moment like put it into third person. So he's like, oh, I, I didn't know, I'm like, it's okay, it's fine, Tell you it was adorable that he was like, I'm clueless, um, <laughs> but it was a great interview. He's actually really smart. So that's the first part, structure. Second though, is setup. Mike, mm-hmm. again, a couple weeks ago, had a really awesome guy on, I, I, I was actually asking him like, to be my guest and I'm all ready for the call. And he calls me on his cell phone. I'm like, wait, well, we got, we're meeting on Skype. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I can call you via Skype, you know, from my phone. I'm like, get a microphone. You don't have a microphone? He's like, no. my like, what? You know, um, this guy's a really professional master of his field. And just get a microphone. Now, I'm on this really cool one. I kind of stepped it up. But... For the first hundred and hundred or so podcasts, I had this thing called a Yeti, blue Yeti. I still have it. Yeah. It's like $129 online. Maybe it might, might even get it for used for $90. This is all you need, people. Like, you don't. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or is that is that the ATR you've got?
1: Uh, yeah. So now I have a night. I have a full flowed ATR. It's in my mixer. Mixers into the computer. I mean, I really stepped it up, but that was after nine months of doing yeah. this. Fun. Okay, so you don't have to go there, I mean, I got, the reason is cuz also I can do this. And it looks really cool and- you know,
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's,
1: it's got this yeah. cool turquoise going, mainly it's because it's a lot more fun. Um, but this was like, I still have this to this stay cuz sometimes I, I need to use it as my backup. So get a microphone, again, I, oh, you know you've been through this, right? Somebody yeah. Does, um,
0: oh. Yeah, I've got a bunch here. I uh, I'm using actually my uh, I'm just on the snowball today, but uh, I've ha- I have the ATR that you've got there, and then the Shure SM7B as well. Uh, but unfortunately, my um, the audio, what do you call it? The this thing, your uh, audio inter. I can't pull it in front of the camera. It's still hooked up to the all the cables. But the audio interface kind of was having some issues, so I've stepped it down to my simple snowball, which is about sixty bucks, um, and. Uh, yeah, so stepped it down to that because it seems to work fine and my other one's having an issue, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but at least you have something, you know, you get yeah. backups. Um, the other thing that I, again, this is part of step two setup, is when you're dealing with audio and visual. Right now we're doing both with audio and visual. Just so you know, I am what I call hardwired in my computer. Mm-hmm. I'm not using Wi-Fi Right? No way am I going to use Wi-Fi. You got to go hardwire. You got to go. You got to plug it in. You got to plug it in. I know that people are like what? What? Like you got to plug it in because when you're dealing with audio and visual, it takes one thing a lot of bandwidth, but two, it can go in and out really fast with Wi-Fi, and yeah. you don't want that to happen when you deal with audio and visual.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we had to hardwire the studio here and we actually got in we're getting in fiber now So probably overkill for most people but definitely on the hardwire. You're right. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got it You got to plug it in. So that's the second part of, of, of this structure structure and the setup. number three is what we've already been talking about with for which is promotion and what that is is now that you're set up you're ready to go You're clearing your market to message. You got your media page. You got all your images Then now you can start promoting yourself, right? Then you can start saying, hey, Greg, I got some value I want to add to your, you know, add to your community, to your tribe. Here's what it is. The cool thing about, oh, the interesting thing think about with podcasting is that it's more mass media. Okay, what do I mean by that? We talk a lot about an internet marketing niche, 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 It's all in the niching, which is true.
0: Or in Canada, we're niche.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no.
0: Niche, niche is fine. I, I, I've, I've adopted the language. So I'm niche.
1: <laughs> oh, you have? Okay, cool. Well, I'm from Texas. You don't sound Canadian at all, by the way. You don't sound Canadian don't think so, eh? Hey, there it is. <laughs> to turn it on. Um, so basically, with this part, so you want to promote yourself, right? And yep. we talk about niches. And niches are great. However, when you go mass media, you want to be more broad. You got to have a little bit of a broader message. Then you can what I call tweak your message on the specific show, okay? Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I was on a show recently where the show was geared towards lawyers, right? (laughs) Right, I'm like, this is gonna be fun, yeah. Um, (laughs) the guy was actually really nice, right? You're a lawyer, (laughs) like, is this gonna be boring, like, (laughs) right? Um But he was actually a lot of fun. We talked about marketing because lawyers, really, what they do is they market themselves all the time. They're promoting themselves, right? That's all they do, right?
0: Yeah. Often we're not very good at it, though, but yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. They should have an entire semester at least on promotion in law school, which I know they don't. So that's what I was talking to these guys about. How do you self-promote yourself? All the skill sets that we know in information marketing, they all should learn. How do you promote yourself? So I was talking to them about marketing and promoting oneself in the lawyer space, and it was a great. I mean, it was it was a great interview. I had a lot of fun. The guy loved it. He asked a ton of questions, and hopefully, he'll ask me out again. Ask me out again. Ask me again. Me out again, just kidding, honey. I'm I'm engaged, so don't freak out. Um <laughs> it, so it'd be basically but I'm giving you an idea of like it's a mass media, and then when you're yep. on a specific call, you can go niche. Right. We want to market yourself what I call a little bit more broad mm-hmm. so that you can go on different shows, right? Right. That's yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So there's Excellent. that. And then people ask me all the time, and this is a great question about leverageability. Mm-hmm. Why would you do this? Why are you on so many shows? Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like saying, well, I was on Fox News, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go on CNN. Like, <laughs> who cares? You it know, on Fox News, CNN, because everyone's got what I call their flavor of coffee, yep. right? If I'm the person being asked to be on CNN, I'm, I'm going to be on CNN, I'm going to be on MSNBC, I'm going to be on OI1, 142, Canada, whatever. Like, I don't care because I don't want my message out there Yeah. because what I also know is people stick to one channel right what I mean by that is they have their little favorites yeah right? I'm a Fox Newser I watch Fox News all day pretty much just in the background all the time <laughs> every now and then every now and then I'll go over and watch Anderson Cooper on CNN cuz it's just so pretty <laughs> but, mo- but I basically watch Fox News I know I'm very I know who they are okay and every now and then I'll go on CNN but I kind of assume that if they're a guest you know, if they're a guest and they're an expert, they're gonna go try to put themselves on every single channel possible, okay? Right. I, you know, right? So I kind of assume I'm gonna get what I call most of the guests out there. And I'm okay if I don't, because I'm like, well, Fox News doesn't like them, I don't like them, Because I'm, <laughs> right? I'm like the perfect customer for them, they love me. But I want you to understand the listener of podcasts, that's how they are. Right. Once in, with this show, they're in. They're like they're a customer for life. They're gonna, you know, listen to you, and they're part of your community and tribe.
0: Yeah, right? hopefully. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
1: Hopefully. Right. But yeah. that's why you want to go to so many tribes, mm-hmm. and so you want to go to so many platforms.
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely. And you're definitely you're right. You're, there's not a lot of crossover, especially if you're going from lawyer show to course creators and teaching online show, right? There's very, very little crossover there, so you're reaching a whole new segment every time you go. Probably even more so than, say, Fox and CNN uh, with how segmented the whole podcast space is. Um, So that's great, yeah, Yeah, don't limit yourself for sure.
1: So I wanna share something real quick with the audience because I'm just learning about your company, what you do, and it's super cool, and we're gonna talk about that later. But I wanna give y'all a little, reminder of how the information marketing business used to be, <laughs> So back, I feel so old. It's like 2000, <laughs> back in the day, in 2001 and 99, like it's not that long ago, people, <laughs> okay? But, oh well, back in 2001, when I was doing seminars and events, we were, we were selling other seminars, and we were selling information marketing. But yep. back then, you had to create the product, get it printed, get it in a binder, If it was audio, you had to get a CD, then you had to get casing. I mean, a lot of expense. And then you didn't know how many you were gonna sell, so you had to like pick a number out of your head of how many you were gonna sell, because they need to figure out how many people were gonna be there and go backwards on a percentage. You can see where this goes. We would, we're constantly carrying books and tapes and CDs with us because stuff that we didn't sell. And they were heavy. I mean, they were big, right? big and heavy and bulky. We called it the thud factor because yeah. the bigger and heavy they were then people felt there was more value. And <laughs> nowadays, you can create the product once and then having software like you is you can sell one, two, three, four thousand and you never have to basically spend any more money to create it. That's powerful. That is crazy. and That's powerful. And I love that. But it's come a long way. I think it's just really cool. It's a lower barrier of entry
0: plus with the not having to travel I mean, no travel do things like podcasts I mean occasionally we do still go to events and stuff but being able to do get the reach that you're getting through the podcast that you're getting just from your living room is great or your studio oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm no longer a gold member on Delta <laughs> <laughs> you know you think they'd have like lifetime right but every yeah. year you had to you had to earn it again you like, to hit oh. it? yeah earn it how do I earn it by sitting in a seat for hours on end is that earning anything no it's not. It's sitting there listening to you with the wind and the peanuts and it's just not fun but that's okay that's another story
0: <laughs> so I'm I we didn't we probably won't get into email marketing and we've talked a lot about podcasts and you have a ton of expertise in email marketing so I might have to have you back and chat more about mm-hmm. that but I'm always curious this is what I like to do when I find someone like you who really understands email marketing I will yeah. go and sign up for what they offer just to kind of okay. check and watch. Occasionally, I, I do get pulled in by all of the cops. Are
1: you stalking me? So you're saying I'm publicly going to stalk here. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no,
0: no. I, I'm saying I'll, I'll go and sign up. Yeah, basically, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll publicly stalk you and, and I have. And uh, so what's the best place for people to go if they want to do that? Because you're saying, hey, <laughs> take my media page and take it name excluded yeah. and you know get your own images but uh, for the email side if they want to learn from how you're doing the email where's the best place for them to go and do that
1: okay so I have different so my, my email marketing that I do on heatherhavenwood.com is way lower um, on a frequency level than it is my dating business my dating business sometimes I will eat email three to four times a day and wow. there's a lot of uh, strategy behind that we can talk about it another time and, and people, there's a lot of people like, what are we spam? I mean, it's not spam. There's actually a, a, literally a strategy behind that. If you want to stalk me on that, you can go to datingtriggers.com or only date younger women.com. No, don't worry. <laughs> there's like weird, uh, sex spam or something coming at you. Okay. So it's, um, but it is, it is a lot of copy. It's a lot of copywriting. I literally mm-hmm. built the entire business, um, really this learning copy, how to do email marketing copy. I, I mean, there's days that I do five and six emails a day or write five or six emails a day. I don't hire out any of my copy on campus It's all me. Therefore, if you don't like it, stick it. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Just keep it to yourself. Okay. Um We can always learn, right? But feedback, feedback. It's just feedback, Heather. It's just feedback. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's all my copy. I don't, I don't hire it out. Excellent. Um, I'm a big believer that's the only area. There's a couple areas of the business when I'm working with clients. People always they had this idea that when they start a business, they can just hire everything out and they can just hang out and be cool. And I'm like, there's certain areas of your business you never let go of. And I'm curious if you believe this or not, Greg. But oh,
0: definitely, yeah.
1: There's the one is finances. Like you can hire an external bookkeeper, but it's not going to be your friend's sister. It's going to be like literally a third party bookkeeper. You still hold control of that. Okay. Number one. Number two is your affiliate marketing, right? The reason I think that's really important is because those are major relationships with list holders. Yeah. Huge asset. Yeah. Okay. Number three, I don't feel you should let go of is your email marketing. Right. I really want to do that. I really don't suggest it yeah. because it's your connection to the world, mm-hmm. it's really connection to your customers. And it's you can get so much data from emailing them, way more than social media. Someone liking a bunch of images that's some feedback, but feedback where people are literally responding to your email and then buying or saying something specifically to you privately is way more valuable. So um, those are the three areas I think that no no business owner should let go of.
0: Yeah. And I think even for other, that's great. And even, even for other areas, if you're looking to let go of anything, I always try and make sure that you've done it yourself for a while first and you understand it so that when you do go to let go, you have some ideas to, you know, who to get to do it if they know what they're doing and if they're doing a good job ongoing. If, you, if you've done it yourself and you've watched the metrics and the performance for an ongoing period of time and then you hand it off and everything changes, you know something's wrong. Otherwise, if you just bring someone in to do it right out of the gate, then they can tell you it's all these other problems. It's not them and you don't actually know what the reality is. So, um, but you're right. There's definitely a lot of stuff. And, you know, even in my business, for you know, one thing that I still have intimate involvement in um, is, is our product itself. Um, and just being involved in actually the product that we put out.
1: It sounds like you and I have, what I call, have some similar skinned knees and broken bones in that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've done the same thing everyone else done, right? I've, I've, you know, I have trusted a vendor. Oh, well, you know I don't. And then whatever happens, I can't get in. I can't get access. I'm completely confused. Because I just didn't take the time to learn at least a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that, I, like, keep eye on their work and go, hey, screwing up you're gone dude right versus I don't know yeah. you know so um, I've learned quickly there's pretty much not one part of the business I've not touched even down to learning GTM and Google tag manager at this point I know I can I could do my own Google tag manager I don't need to hire that out so That's fun.
0: Uh, yeah so, That's anyway. great yes definitely uh so that's awesome I, I that's uh so if people want to find out more about you heather havenwood is the best place uh anywhere else we should uh, let them know to check out or anything else you want to share or say
1: yeah, absolutely. So they, if they're interested in my book, go to sexybossinc.com yep. and you can opt in and get three free chapters of my audiobook of sexy boss. Or you can text the word sexy to seventy-two thousand and you get three free chapters of my audio book as well. Or check me out at heatherhavenwood.com.
0: Excellent. So that was sexybossinc.com. Hey. I'll probably go there because I suspect that the text in uh what was the text in number? <laughs>
1: Text the word sexy to 72,000, but, which is powered by Mobit, one of my sponsors for my podcast. However, you can't do international.
0: You're, yeah, I was going to say, most of the Texan ones have issues if you're outside of the U.S., but we still have a huge audience in the U.S. Yeah,
1: but, okay, well, right. but I'm, I'm actually curious if it works for you. That's why I'm yeah. asking. He said no international. I, I will but.
0: try it out and let you know.
1: I don't consider Canada international. I consider like anything like Mexico, yeah, any beyond Mexico international. I don't consider Canada international.
0: So we have the same area code or the, sorry, the same country code, right?
1: Yeah, we do actually. So you're fine. Canada's fine.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much, Heather. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to have to talk again soon because I know there's a ton more stuff that we could learn from you and, and that our party <laughs> could learn from you. So thanks for bringing the booze and, yes. uh, and the entertainment. I really appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to having you involved in, uh, I think we got we online coming up and got you involved in that too. So that'll be a lot of fun as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on that. The, the woman's seven. That's going to be a ton of fun. Um, love to just, that's going to be a ton of fun. Thank you for having me on that, by the way. I'm really honored.
0: Ah, it'll be fun. Thanks for coming. <laughs> You're welcome. Excellent. Thank you, Heather.
1: You're welcome.